having this platform is a way to share a gift, a way of spreading love. It's a way of entertaining and making you laugh and making you cry and making you think and giving you some something to walk away from and think about, something to be inspired by, something to go spread joy with, something to think about and, and linger with in a way that maybe hopefully changes your life. Well, this is a first. My name is Felicia Linsky, and I want to welcome you to the Camp Fifi Uncensored podcast. And thank you for joining me for season two, episode five. Uh, the cool thing is that normally I have guests on my podcast, and I've been doing my podcast now for about four months. I launched in October. And what's cool about this episode and what's epic is because it's the first time I'm doing this on my own. And I'm going to take the time to share a little bit about me and why I chose to launch the Camp Fifi Uncensored podcast and how all the arrows were pointing in this direction. So I ironically had a friend say to me last night, who, by the way, six years ago, I approached and said, hey, you know, we should do this thing called the podcast. And he was like, what's a podcast? And I said, well, imagine it's like a radio show, but you get to control it and you get to do it and how you want to do it and just all the things. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, really? I said, you know, we have these really cool conversations and I wish I was a fly on the wall and heard these conversations. And he said, Okay, I said, so let's, let, why don't we just try recording ourselves? And he said, okay. So we sat down and we recorded ourselves and went, oh God, no, 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 no. <laughs> and bagged the idea completely. So it was really quite humorous to, to, to say the, um, the, the, the funny thing about that. And six years basically go by and lots of life and 80 hour a week work weeks on the average, give or take. And a mom who had gotten sick, sadly, and had five strokes and ended up passing away two years ago this month, two weeks before our country shut down and the world was affected by this pandemic that we know as we know. And so this friend of mine who I had pitched this idea, who was with me last night, who came to get his hair cut by it, because what you also may or may not know, I'm, you know, for most of you who don't know me, is I have been doing hair since 1983, professionally since 1985. I've been a professional hair and makeup artist in the film and television industry, started in the fashion industry since basically 1985, six, seven, in, and 89 into film, doing fashion commercials anyhow, and have been in LA for 30 plus years now. Started my career in Chicago, ran my own photo studio, the Hochspiel. But this friend of mine who I have said six years ago, oh, we should do a podcast, 
um, just happened to say, oh, well, I, I didn't want to ask you if you were doing this podcast in case you weren't doing it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing the podcast. As a matter of fact, I'm in season two and I just launched episode four. And I think my friend was stunned and he looked at me like he was taken aback. <laughs> And here we are, season two, and this will be episode five, I'm proud to say. And he says, well, how long was season one? And, and I said, oh, season one was 14 episodes, and I launched it in October. Uh, so, you know, I hadn't done the math in that way. So realizing it's approximately four months, give or take. And I said, yeah, I drop a, a new podcast every Monday. And I've asked people to be guests on my podcast whom I get to interview and then they share their life stories and their careers and perspectives and insights. And now here we are on season two, episode four, and now this being episode five. And <laughs> my friend was just shocked. And I, I think he was taken aback. And, and, and granted, I'm very, very fortunate because, um, yeah, no, I didn't see this coming. I definitely didn't see this coming out of the pandemic. I definitely didn't see it materializing into something that's now consistently has, I believe what this will make is like 19 episodes straight every Monday dropping on all the major listening platforms. And I just thought it was a great opportunity this week to so happened that the stars aligned and as they are much doing and uh, there was this break in interviews and I was like, oh my God, you know, maybe we'll have to do a reboot or whatever. And then I thought, no, wait a minute, why don't I take this opportunity to really sit down with you and introduce you to me and why it's been so important for me to launch this podcast. and. I'm thankful that I had all these people over time really guide me to this place, support me, show me why and how I can be doing this. And I can realize this dream of mine of multiple things into this format for, for certainly a great way of being expressed, which I've always loved to do in the sense of being my my art. Um, and I've done my art through everything from illustrating, painting, sculpting, to playing a cello, to dance, to live theater, being behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, whatever that be, professionally or professionally, more professionally than, uh, than unprofessionally. And this just being a continuation of my exploration of who I am. And little did I know six years ago when I had made this pitch to my friend that here we would be in this landmark time of like the wild, wild west where podcasts are like the thing and everybody's vying for their own new podcasts. And there's those of us who are like these rogue little, I think I can choo-choo trains, and then there's other huge people who are making, you know, amazing amounts of millions and millions of dollars, if that's what you, you know, strive for. And I, I personally believe in abundance. I believe in all those things. So I believe that everybody who can um, serve themselves and serve others, and if that's part of it, so be it. 
So the arrows were all pointing in the direction to produce a podcast. I didn't have a name. I didn't have a, uh, you know, why and a when and a how and all those things. But like I said, through a series of education and studying and all these things I chose to do during the pandemic to try to raise myself up and in turn get in touch and unknowingly connect with all these different kinds of communities who are in business of all different kinds, that this was a platform that was going to have my name on it. And here I would be um, all these episodes later. And I know it's not a lot to many, but supposedly the the rule of thumb is that most people don't get past seven episodes so i'm i'm proud that we're twice plus that so um so yeah so i i've i've always had this passion and i've always been curious by nature and i've always loved people and i've always loved entertainment and i was always that kid that little little girl who was around a lot of culture, people, a lot of culture, and a lot of beautiful things from art and fashion and, and just education and history. And, and I wasn't a rich kid or anything. It was just, I was rich in life. And, and my richness in life, be it good, bad, or upside down, was rich in life and very passionate. And so I just always been in love with like talk show hosts and I've always loved entertainment and I've always been somebody who loved to laugh and got the joke when you know it was way technically should have been way above my head and um I've just always been in that engaging how can we break bread and have a good conversation kind of a person I'm like that in the makeup chair I mean if I had my druthers we would just have a stream of consciousness kind of conversation about anything and everything and life as it is happens and life as it is accumulates a lot of experience depending upon how how it doesn't matter how young or old you are, it just does. And I being one of these people who have accumulated some, to some people, some immense amount of experiences that collectively make for quite a woven, a woven fiber, so to speak, or blanket. But it also makes for the ability to be able to talk about all subject matters or many or most and that there is no subject matter you can't discuss with me. And that has always been who I've been pretty much all my life, ever since I was a little, little girl. But definitely as things accumulated, certainly, you know, some major points was like at the age of 14, uh, my family happened to go through economic hardships. My parents divorced. We lost our family business. And my, my father died within five months and we were very young kids, leaving my mom a single parent as a public school teacher and knowing what that was like and having no life insurance and not knowing how we keep our home. And you know, here we are in today's world and it was inflation then and it was just all the things that I've lived and it's all the things that I'm not proud of living, but that I'm grateful that I have this sense of reflection and that I can share on that and what I took away from those moments and why I became who I became and why I stand for what I stand for or speak on what I speak on. And so from that perspective, I, um, from 15, that being a marking point, the next marking point would probably be around 
the 18 to 23 year old stage. And that being when I was in college and I was going from fine arts and pre-med and studying film and photography and doing theater and having one woman shows and doing all these things in the arts and really loved the sciences, but really couldn't afford to even be doing my education, frankly. I mean, it was like really way out of my league and yet still kept doing it and came out of school very much in debt with my, it being my total responsibility. It was never consideration for anybody else to pick up the bill and having to figure out how not to be a starving artist and figure out how to do the things I want to do and how the do you do that uh, when you need to be generating cash. And so I didn't do what in turn would make you well off in finances initially, but what it did for me in life was just to this day pays forward. And that was becoming a camp counselor. And those camp counselor years, I went to this camp as a camp counselor got hired after my freshman year of college uh, you either had to be 18 or have a year of college with the American Camp Association. I, being a September baby, had to wait a year of college. But I had the pleasure of being hired by this very well-established girls camp called Camp, camp Nicolet for Girls up in Eagle River, Wisconsin, where I had had the pleasure as a child at age 11 and 12 to go to, but then my parents could no longer afford to send us. And I made this promise to myself that I did not share with anybody that I would go back when they could hire me back. And I kept that promise to myself. And during those ages between like age nine to 18, I will say amongst all the things that were happening, I didn't know that yeah, I mean, I knew I was, I always knew I was a visionary and I always knew that I looked at things visually as, as art as it be and, and was constantly composing things and framing things and putting things together. But what I didn't know was I was laying the path for my future, my future, be it today or 20 years ago or 20 years from now, I was laying my future. And what came out of all that was this rich, rich experience of five years, five summers spent as a camp counselor where I would attend and go work during my summers through college. And what it did for me was created these lifelong relationships, created these strengths and this confidence and this exploration and this freedom to be purely myself and my best version of myself. And I have to say that I understand in life that you're really, really, really fortunate if you really get to experience your joy and your, you know, your jeu de vivre and your, and your, like, I mean, when I say orgasm of life, I mean it in every way, shape or form. I mean, like screaming at the top of the mountains, do not hold back. This life is fucking amazing off the charts. Well, that to me is like the epitome of what we're here to do. And life can get really real. I have seen all of that. I've seen the heights of a multiple orgasmic kind of a lifestyle and life to being staring at a wall going, how the fuck am I going to get out of here alive? And seeing all sorts of highs and lows in between and lots of success 
and lots of great people and a lot of great experiences. But it brings me to the fact that life happens. And so during these years as a camp counselor, it gave me such a great, wonderful reflection and foundation and what I loved about being me. And so when I didn't get to be my pure, full self, and I didn't get to be fully self-expressed, and I had to walk on eggshells and environments, and I had hardship or heartache, not because I hadn't had it before, just in ways that was similar and different and repetitive. And my point to that is, I just knew that if I had a choice, the choice would be to be those best versions versus those harder versions, right? So with that said, this part of my life camp, coming back to the podcast, along with a nickname. Nicknames came about when I went away to boarding school, college, where Felicia was rounded out into either Fee or, or Fifi or Fufu. And coming full circle and forward to within this last year, working with a coach of mine, uh, um, manifestation coach. One thing led to another. We were talking about purpose and talking about passion and being an intuitive healer along with an artist, being an artist. And I'm not going to go back to school to be a therapist or a lawyer, or, but I love helping people and serving people. And how do I do this? And how do I take all these things I so love very much? And um, just the name all of a sudden came up, Camp Fifi. And though the name came up, which was like fantastic, because I've always thought in the back of my mind, oh, wouldn't it be great to have a space where you could bring people together and teach and show and live and blah, blah, blah. I didn't know what that was going to be. So go forward with this Camp Fifi. I even went so far as to create this little piece of art that I, I might have even put on some of my social media that said Camp Fifi coming soon. And I thought, wow, that, that was really ballsy. Like, what does that mean? Coming soon. And then by just, again, some more series of events of connecting and so forth, doing more things in technology in the social media world that I don't get to do while I'm on a film set. Because truth be told, if what I do for a living or what many people do for a living, you know, if your face is in the phone while you're on a film set, Uh, the likelihood is you're not paying attention. You're not doing what you need to do. And there's a lot of things one needs to pay attention to. Everything from safety to, you know, the performance and timing and all the in-betweens and all the things and thinking 10 steps ahead and, and, and sideways and just a lot of stuff. So I'm definitely not that person who would have my face in a phone. So social media became something that also during the pandemic allowed me to connect with people I may not normally connect. And it led me ironically to this random inquiry of this person who I happened to just be on a similar group thread with and happened to ask randomly in a text, you know, how did you get started in your podcast? Because my running joke was, how do you push the button? How do you push the button? I have this microphone. I have computers. I have cores. I've been in every, you know, like I've been in production for a long time. How the fuck do you do this? 
and she and I created this conversation, uh, you know, made a, made a connection and decided to have a phone call in there. 10 minute, what I thought would be a phone call turned into a two hour phone call. And that two hour phone call turned into another two hour phone call with her partner and both them, they are literally what gets my, uh, my content out there. Um, and it was between these two women and these other women from my, my coaches and actors that I've worked with and actresses specifically, who all collectively have been like, you've got to get your stories out there. You've got, you've got so much to share. You've got so much to tell. And so when I met Melissa and Katie over the phone and they said, you have to have a podcast, they're launched the idea of taking Camp Fifi and turning it into a podcast and taking Camp Fifi. And because there isn't anything I don't want to talk about or I don't can't won't talk about, Katie had the brilliant idea of Uncensored and it became the Camp Fifi Uncensored. And so in that realm of that idea, October 2021, we launched the Camp Fifi Uncensored podcast where it's on all listening platforms from Spotify and Apple and Google and Anchor and so forth. And we've launched every Monday. I've had interviews with people from camp owners to marital therapists to women who are leading in the fashion industry and in the agency world and, and building people's careers and to people from legendary makeup artists to creative people who've come from advertising and gone into education and are leading creatives in the world of the university level to people who are spiritual and, and manifestation coaches and people who are producing podcasts and the list goes on. And so with that said, I personally wanted to create this podcast where people came around and joined around the campfire, so to speak, and where we talked about everything from soup to nuts, or what I like to say, from cannolis to egg in the holes, and don't forget the s'mores, and where the soul is, the, where the spirit is young, the soul is wise, and the life stories are vast. And... I think that that just wraps it all up into what and who and why Camp BB Uncensored podcast exists. Because I like to talk about and I like to learn about and I like to share with a community of people that's vast, that's all of all backgrounds, of all interests, of all life experiences that can come together and be a part of this community. For me, I come from a diverse background. For me, I learned very young about not only diversity and inclusivity, but I learned about discrimination and I learned about abuse and I learned about racism and I learned about civil rights and I learned about presidents being killed and I learned about war and I learned about fashion and I learned about the Holocaust and I learned about the differences in religions and the differences in cultural backgrounds and the differences in those that 
or had work ethic and those that didn't, and those that were welcome behind the gates of a country club and those that weren't. And I learned about divorce and I learned about death and I learned about financial hardship and I learned about what it was like to work and work legally by the age of 14. I learned a lot of things, education, the arts, theater, music, sports, I mean, you know, you name it. And all these things became a huge passion of mine, including marriage and intimacy and sex, because I was also a kid raised around the Playboy clubs. And, and it's just so strangely weird to me right now, energetically speaking, because we've got all these things in the air. We've got a pandemic. We've got racism. I mean, the conversations right now are about the NHL and the NFL and all the all the sports, but mostly the NFL right now with, you know, how many black men are on the field playing versus how many black men are coaches versus how many black men are owners or talking about history. And I think about people who are generations 80 years old and above who are dying sadly left and right. And these masterful talents and trailblazers and survivors of major historical genocides like the Holocaust and, 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 tra and female trailblazers and, 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 and black trailblazers, individuals who are trailblazers, men and women. And just across the board, you know, not getting into specifics, but just all these monumental circumstances. And then we have, you know, leftovers from politics and politics, in, you know, all over the all over the world. We have the Olympics right now with China and the question of genocide there and Muslims. And we have questions of Russia and Ukraine and war. And we have questions about, you know, guns and shooting police and the safety of our lives and children and homelessness and education and getting back to what will never be normal, uh, you know, vaccines and believers and non-believers and science and the list goes on. And with that said, being who I am, I have a career, I've had this career that I love in film and entertainment. And I never expected any bit of this aspect of a career because I didn't imagine becoming a hair and makeup artist. It's just something I, I really love and I'm grateful I could do. And as a woman, be honest, in film school, I was the only woman in my class. And getting into film in, the, in my 20s, I was one of three women on a film set. And that's not like, ooh, aren't you special? No, that's just an honest answer. And being that it may, I realized very early on that if I wanted to become a film director or a director of photography and knowing my financial responsibilities. And even if I had wanted to go to the mailroom of William Morris or Wall Street and try those things out, I couldn't afford to. I could not afford to be adventurous as a 23-year-old kid. I did not have that luxury and I did not seek 
to do anything stupid other than, and it wasn't that it would be stupid, seek to do anything that was any more of a risk than I was already at, which was I owed money back for my loans and I had to get a job and I need to figure it out. And that's how I ended up in beauty school because I had had a large following of mostly guys whose hair I was cutting that I was literally figuring out on every head of hair I was not trained. It came from my fine arts and my sculpting that I figured it out. And I hung out around the salon all my life, thanks to my mom. And my grandmother had been a hairdresser. And she loved it. She would put it hunky men and soap operas. And the fact that I came to Hollywood to become a hair and makeup artist, I'm sure tickled her uh, more than it tickled my mom. <laughs> and um, in the sense that, you know, I don't, I think my mom wanted for me more. And the, the truth is, is the more I do these podcasts, the more writing I do, and the more putting myself out there and being vulnerable is not because I think I'm all that in a slice of bread. I think what I have to offer is something that people want and need to hear. And I think in knowing that there's somebody out there who understands and hears you and feels you and gets it. And, and though I'm one of, of, of many that here I am and that I, I truly am curious and I truly do care and I truly do love and I truly am passionate. And with that comes a lot of conflicting, confusing moments in your life because not everybody wants that around. And here's the deal. Uh, this is my life and I'm here to inspire other people to live their life. And I'm here to shine a bright light so that everybody else has this beacon of light to be drawn into and that they can find themselves in this beacon of light in the process and be their best version of themselves because that's what I've always done. That's who I've always been. That's why people have always come to me to seek out advice and my intuition uh, and my life experiences, you know, is reflection of that. And there is nothing that I won't talk about from being a woman to being black, to being, you know, science oriented, to being educated from fashion and filmmaking, to abuse, right? be it domestic violence, be it domestic terrorism, be it violence as a whole, be it war, be it guns, be it religion, be it being gay or transgender, be it uh, you know, discovering and inventing and, 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 and being self-entrepreneurial, like driven where you have multiple streams of income, being a leader, being involved with politics, making a difference, creating a legacy. Like, what is it that you're here to do? I know I want to do so many of those things and I want to be around people who, who get that. Who, who, who strive for that as well, who that's not a threat to, that's really a positive, like, ooh, you too. Oh, I'm so grateful to meet you. And, and I think that that is the thing and where we're at today is that you do need to surround yourself with people who really, really do want the best for you, who are not like they can't have you around because it's, it's too much. Like, how is this too much? This is just being a passionate human being who 
has something to share and has an ear to lean on and who wants to bring things and people and awareness to, to the world. And I think that that is something that I find really interesting that people just either want that or they don't want that. And what I also find interesting is that there's just so many things for us to be able to share with one another. And so when people ask me, you know, well, what is your podcast about? It's like, I equate it to an everything bagel. <laughs> I, mean, I never thought about it that way. And I don't even do everything bagels, but in life, I like everything bagels. I think that, you know, I, because I've always been an artist and I've always loved smart and funny and successful people. And I love to do things that involve entertainment and laughter and comedians and, you know, everything from photography and imagery and music to the ear and singer and artists and, oh my God, fashion and jewelry and architecture and travel. I mean, the richness of all these things that are all around us and the landscape that just is, is mind boggling and and I do, I love science, I love engineering, I love all that ingenuity and how does that manifest into what it's become? And you know, I'm just fascinated by all those kind of conversations and how does somebody take an idea and run with it and get it you know, from point A to point C? Like, and, and against maybe in some cases, not many all odds. And I love nature and I love animals and Oh my God. I mean, you know, part of me just was, I, I think I could uh, talk to the animals in the sense that I'm sure there's a lot of you out there who just have this real connection to, you know, to, to be with these beings who are just so gentle and so delicious and have so much, bring so much richness to our lives. And I love sports from everything from hiking and I love the water and I love, you know, I love being a tournament boat driver and I love playing field hockey and tennis and, and I love being around family. I don't know any family that doesn't have their dysfunction. Let's start with that. But with that said, I think that there's a lot of families out there who have just such great intention and then love and purpose. And yeah, I get that a lot of people have come from some pretty messy backgrounds. Um, and that is all part of the story, a part of your story. And what do you do with that story? No different than what am I here doing with my story? And what does it matter? Well, what matters about it is that because I've lived life, I can... I can understand and I can relate. And I think it's really important for people to have connection. And I think it's really important for people to have conversations. And I understand that the more we detach, the more we need to connect. And I think our world is at this precipice of, do I sit in a room and game all day and night? And do I just text? And do I isolate? Or do I engage? And listen, 
it's it's challenging right now. I mean, some people might have already been on that path long before a pandemic. Some people might be in this pandemic and have been forced to be isolated and they're losing their cookies. Some people may have to be integrated and have to find their balance that way. We're all doing our dance and we're all figuring it out. But what I know in life is that we don't go through it on our own or alone and we need one another. And so whether it's from birth to aging or from education and hormones and having pregnancies and whether or not you are a mother or a father to miscarriages, to menopause, to cancer, to AIDS, to SARS, <laughs> to genocide, to, you know, humans being humans. Because at the end of the day, all this is, is about energy. Everything I've spoken of is all about energy. That's all we are. Dust to dust. And from an energetic perspective, I've seen as recent as just this week, where people, i.e. energy, will make decisions that depending upon how you see it, how you receive it, how you process it, is one of those moments that you always have to be in the which direction, what do I, how do I want to attach to this, not attach this, how do I let this roll off my back? How do I, how do I go through life? And that's where life is a journey. And some of us are here for a very short time and some of us are here for a very long time. And I don't know why one is versus is, isn't, isn't, excuse me. What I do know is how do we do this the best way we know how? And how do we do this in a really loving way? And how do we do this with integrity and values? And gosh, the word that came up this week was loyalty. Um, what, where is that? Um, unfortunately I think our world has become extremely disposable and we are treating each other in, in, in in a way that this is not negative this is just kind of putting it out on the table in a way that we don't have to be in a way that I get life is fleeting I get that life is going very quickly and I get that life is just fast period but what I also get is this is what people need. People need to like look in each other's eyes and, and have a connection. People like a flower and a baby need to be watered and loved and nurtured. They need to, to know that they matter and that they're appreciated and they're valued. And when you go through life, being an authentically a part of this universe and thinking that that's operating in a really great vibration, maybe for them. For me, I personally choose to be a light source. I choose to be somebody who's willing to be courageous and willing to step away and willing to rise up 
to the occasion that I'm here to be and willing to go, I know this is not comfortable. Like this is not comfortable what I'm doing right now, but I know it's why I'm partially why, if not mostly why I ha- I'm here, which is to say, I, Felicia Linsky, need to show up for you and showing up for you comes from showing up for me. And if I can teach people how to show up for themselves, as I've always had to keep pulling myself up, pull myself up, pull myself up, then so be it. It's just one, I think, of many reasons why I'm here, why you're here, why we're all here. I think that having this platform is a way to share a gift, a way of spreading love. It's a way of entertaining and making you laugh and making you cry and making you think and giving you some something to walk away from and think about, something to be inspired by, something to go spread joy with, something to think about and, and linger with in a way that maybe hopefully changes your life and, and, and is a vibrational like just push. So I just know that if you didn't know about me, and you didn't know about the Camp Beefy Uncensored podcast, where we do talk about everything from soup to nuts, or what I like to say, from cannolis to egg in the holes, and don't forget the s'mores, and where the spirit is young, and the soul is wise, and the stories are vast. It's a culmination of just a free flow, organic experience. And just imagine yourself just like having this amazing opportunity to sit around a really warm hearth of a flame of a fire where the wood is crackling and the stars are bright and the sky is just such and the moon is just bright and shining and you're just in the middle of the woods and you're just surrounded by yummy nature you're surrounded by just warmth of the people around you and you just get to be truly you where your hair gets to hang low, you get to be you, and you get to love you and those around you. I think we need a lot more of that. I think that people are doing a dance right now that they're pretty done with, and I think that they need to have a place that they know that they can come to and hear people that are interesting, fascinating, entertaining, inspiring, and that they can find a place where they can be a part of a community, have a connection, have a place to just check out and listen to an hour, two hour long conversation, and maybe even be a part of this on this end of it happy to have you as a guest feel free to reach out and dm me and please subscribe subscribe and rise this community up and get the exposure it's it's meant to get because you know it is not easy for me to do what i'm doing right now it is not a simple thing for me to say hey i'm gonna just speak up and be you know no, this has taken all these months of my doing these interviews with other people to get this kind of a courage and encouragement. And it was a do you or don't you moment. And I wanted to produce a fresh new podcast. So here I am being the example of what I stand for 
and I stand for a lot of things. I am, I stand for fairness and I stand for integrity and honesty and moral values. And when I'm loyal, I'm loyal and I love on whom I love on. And um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm looking forward to loving on you and I'm looking forward to you loving on me. Oh my God, I had so much fun right now just giving you highlights of my why, of why this Camp Fifi Uncensored podcast is so important uh, for me to joyously share with you all. I can't thank you enough for joining me and being uh, a part of this campfire conversation of um, listening to my what inspires me and what my purpose is in regards to my podcast and how thankful I am that you're here and that I'm very grateful that you're inspired to subscribe and share and spread the word that uh, this community is growing and excited to be uh, able to to give it a, a, a powerful presence for all to in, be included and that um, I hope you find it extremely entertaining and uh, that you love connecting and that you leave here feeling better than when you came and um in honor of the month of February and the month of love, though I believe it should be all year round, and I, I, I act accordingly, but being that it's February, the month of love, the month that I'd like to honor my mom, and actually due to her, and I believe her spirit, I believe that uh, it has given me the extraordinary strength to do just what this is, which is talking to this recording and to write the way I'm writing and to express the way I'm expressing and to put myself out there in ways that she always believed in me and always saw for me. And uh, it was a matter of getting out of my own way and seeing what's possible and you don't know what's possible until you do what feels impossible. And this is all a part of that. And this is be, me being that example of that. And I, I am maybe nobody to anybody, uh, but I am one human being to another. And when we are energy and we have connection, it is something that's electric. And that's what has cause and effect. And that's what has vibration. And that's what creates ripples in the water. And that's what creates like feeling around the air around you that you can just feel it. You can just feel that breath right next to your cheek. That's like that times, you know, into the galaxies kind of experience. And that's what I'm here to do is have that like galaxy vibration experience with you and that you walk away full of joy, full of <clears throat> inspiration and full of I can't do I wait to do this again with you and sit around the campfire. Thank you for joining Camp Fifi Uncensored. Bye for now.